Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the world. Welcome to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. That's right, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. So delighted to have you here and going to be sharing with you more of a personal update about what's going on in life and business for myself personally. And before I begin, I want to just let you know that episode 619, the original episode that was supposed to be right here, that you're supposed to be listening to right now, which you're not hearing, almost got deleted. Well, not necessarily almost got deleted. I just wasn't quite sure if it would ever be heard by anyone. Okay, so here's the situation. You may notice or may have noticed that last week, There was no episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft show. Yes, Cliff Ravenscraft, formerly known as the podcast answer man, who consistently told people over and over again, you want to know what's a key to success? Consistently. Consistency. Showing up for people so that they know that they can depend on you. And I still believe in that, except for the fact that I'm not a huge fan of just creating content for the sake of consistent consistency alone and well I'm going to explain to you in just a moment here exactly what's been going on in my world and why pumping out an episode last week eh, I could have done it I just don't know that I would have enjoyed doing it and I I have competing principles in my life when it comes to content production I'm, I I do hate to miss a week of producing content. I know how much I look forward to every single week uh, uh, having a new episode from the very few people that I subscribe to their audio podcast. And when they go on vacation for a week or two weeks or something like that and they go missing, I, I just know how much I'm, as one friend said, to me recently, I've just been jonesing for more content. So I'm like, I get that. At the same time, if I'm not in a place where I feel, I've got to say this, or I'm really looking forward to hitting the record on that button, or hitting that record button and saying whatever comes out or preparing something, then I don't wanna put something out. So last week, I was looking forward to sharing something with you, but then what I had anticipated I would share with you, I made the decision uh, based upon a conversation with someone that, yeah, I'm not going to share that. And since I didn't know what I wanted to share instead of that, and the fact that I had so many other things going on, I'm like, Okay, I don't know what to share. I'll just take this week off. I'm sure everyone knowing that I'm going into Free the Dream 2019, my closest fans, the ones who would miss me the most, probably already know that I went to Franklin, Tennessee a week early, had two speaking gigs before Free the Dream, and then pulling off Free the Dream. They'll understand. So with that being said, I made the decision to not publish an episode last week. But then... We came back from Free the Dream, and when I say we, I'm talking about my family and I, came back from Free the Dream, and Stephanie said, hey, would you like to record an episode together sharing our post-event thoughts? We did this last year after Free the Dream 2018. It was an incredibly awesome episode, but when... She, first of all, I'm like, yes, I would love to have a post-event breakdown, just review of what our initial reactions to were to this event. And I said, is it okay if we record it 
later this afternoon. She says, that works perfect because that gives me plenty of time to do all these other things. And I'm like, awesome, because I got tons of stuff to do and that will give me time to be prepared for that. Well, she came down to record the episode, this episode, 619, where we were gonna sit down together and talk about our initial reaction to what happened at Free the Dream 2019. And we recorded for about an hour. And you're not hearing that episode right now. But you can if you want to. All right? So bef- I'm going to I'm going to stick a pin in that for just a moment. We're going to set that topic aside. I promise you I will come back to it. But I want to first share with you what I've been up to lately. And it's a little crazy. So here's the thing. From July 25th through August 5th, I was out of town. This is 12 whole days. You see, starting July 25th, I headed down to Franklin, Tennessee. My great friend Ray Edwards was hosting his, I think it's second or third, actually third annual Copywriting Academy live event. He invited me to come down and speak. I attended the entire conference. It was incredibly awesome hung out with so many people. I think I connected at a very deep level with about 30 to 40 people and just had an incredible experience in Franklin, Tennessee at Ray Edwards' event. Then I stayed in town for two extra days in Franklin, Tennessee, got some personal one-on-one time with my great friend Michael Hyatt, got some great great, uh, small group meeting time with my mentor and friend Dan Miller and our mutual friend Jody Mayberry had such an incredible experience, and then I drove from Franklin, Tennessee, all the way to Montgomery, Alabama, where my wonderful friend, Giovanna Ellison, hosted her Thrive Summit, which is a conference of her own, and I was there for three or four days, actually four days, and I had an incredible experience speaking at her event, connecting with her community, again, lots of amazing, deep connections. And then I left Montgomery, Alabama. I could have drove straight back home, but I decided to break it up halfway or just a little after halfway. And I went to my parents' lake house just outside of the Smoky Mountains and spent two days that weekend with them. And we just had a great time with my, I just had a wonderful time with my mom and dad in the Smoky Mountains and just hanging out with them at the lake house. It was great to be the, you know, the introvert that I am to have a little bit of alone time, but also have some time connecting with them. And then I drove back home. I got home on August 5th. So I was gone for a total of 12 days, but then I was home for about four weeks, which was, I think, just enough time. You know, it took me about a week and a half to get caught up from being gone for 12 days, and I was starting to get back into a good new routine, which is great because whenever I go away for these trips, I I love the fact that it breaks me out of my uh, habitual way of doing life. You know, you get... You get into a certain routine, you just start doing things exactly the same way. And I, for me, I go away for 12 days and I'm literally living life a completely different way than I normally do. I, I don't have the same routines. I don't come straight down and start checking email or I don't go straight to my gym or I don't go straight to this. I, I don't do anything the normal way because I'm not in my normal environment. I'm not the, my, the normal places I would go and spend my days normally are not available to me. I'm in a completely different environment and also, there are other things going on. There's reasons why I'm out of town. There are events to attend. There are speak sessions to speak at. Uh, I'm on stage. I'm connecting with people. And it, it completely breaks me from my routines. And then when I come back and I'm like, man, I think about all the things that didn't that I didn't do that I normally did that, well, if I think about it and evaluate it, you know, not much is missing from my life. It's not like it completely dropped my income levels. And and it began, you know, I come back from this and I begin to evaluate, did I really need to do all of those things that were a part of my daily routine, my daily rituals? And so I came back and I had about four weeks before I had to leave town again or before I had the opportunity to leave town again. 
watching my transformational language there. Anyway, and, I, and I'm like, you know, I don't know that I want to get back into the same routine I used to have. I think I want to develop new routines now that I'm back at home. I want to modify the way that I do my life. I want to increase my margin. There are so many things that I could cut out and really not miss. Things I could walk away from that, quite frankly, if I walk away from them, it doesn't really make that big of a difference. I, I, I don't know why I started doing all that stuff habitually anyway. Those activities, those behaviors. Not, I'm, and I'm talking about good behaviors. They're just, they just really weren't adding a great deal of value and getting me to the ultimate outcomes of what I desire for my life to be or to live the life that I'm created to live. Many of them, even though they're not bad habits, they were simply keeping me from experiencing more of the success, abundance, and love in my life that I could have achieved. And so I was thankful to be gone for 12 days to break myself from those routines. And it's one of the values, one of the benefits of getting away, going to conferences that motivate and inspire you and just break you out of your routine. So I was back after, so July 25th through August 5th, Ray Edwards event, Giovanna Ellison event, Franklin, Tennessee, Montgomery, Alabama, Smoky Mountains with my mom and dad, and came home, boom, four weeks, developed some new routines, <laughs> and right as I was starting to develop some new routines, it's time to leave for Franklin, Tennessee again. See, I the Free the Dream 2019 conference was September 13th, 14th, and 15th this year, and it's uh, down in Franklin, Tennessee, same place we always host it, there at the factory. And my friend Jeff Goins invited me to speak at his tribe conference. The final, the like, I think he's been doing this, oh gosh, is it five years? I think he did it for five years straight. And this was the final tribe conference, and I was invited to have the honor of doing the closing keynote for the final ever tribe conference. And man, was I honored by that. So, his conference was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, exactly the Friday, Saturday, Sunday before my Friday, Saturday, Sunday event. In the same venue, same stage, everything. So just one week earlier. So I went down the day before I was supposed before that conference was supposed to start. And I was out of town from September 5th through September 16th. 12 more days. I attended Every bit of the tribe conference, had a great time connecting with lots of people, did my closing keynote there, extremely well-received, awesome time. Then I had, uh, you know what, I'll just go ahead and say this. Many of you are wondering, whatever happened with the, the coaching call that you had with someone? And if, you, if you've been listening week after week, many of you are asking, I, I just want you to know I've, I've I have had coaching experiences, and I you will probably see in social media that I'm at certain events and doing certain things. Just know this: I, I, I've through conversation, I've decided not to talk publicly about my coaching relationship moving forward. But just know that I'm in, incredibly excited about the opportunities that exist moving forward. That's about as much as I'm going to say there, but. I was intending after Tribe Conference to record last week's episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. After that coaching experience, I made the decision not to talk about how that went. And so therefore, I couldn't think, I mean, that was really the foremost and, and, and biggest thoughts on my mind. And so therefore, well, if I'm not gonna share that, I don't know that I have anything else on my heart that I feel needs to be shared. And I think it's okay if I skip a week. So that's why there was no episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft show last week. Then on Wednesday evening, one day before my festivities for Free the Dream kicked off, I spoke at Podcast Nashville, which is a podcast meetup in Nashville once a month. Every month they have uh, about 70, 80, 90 podcasters from the Nashville area meet in downtown Nashville, and they have a guest speaker each month, and I happen to be the guest speaker. Thank you, Clark Buckner, for inviting me, 
it was a great honor and it was an incredible evening again connecting got to share a lot of insights from more than 12 years of podcasting and it was extremely well received then here's how my next few days went now the conference was friday saturday sunday the conference i mean free the dream conference 2019 was friday saturday sunday september 13 14 and 15 however on Thursday, September 12th, uh, there were two or three, no, four different things happening on Thursday, September 12th. So here, uh, item number one was free the dream load in and set up day. That's where my event management team, Brady, made events. They actually came in and, and set up the stage, set up all the tables, transformed the factory, the Liberty Hall at the factory transformed it to make it, you know, what what is the Free the Dream experience. And they set everything up the entire day. They start around nine o'clock in the morning and they go all the way until late in the evening. And when we get there, when everybody gets there on Friday morning, it's all set up and it is amazing. You kind of really have to be there to, to know what I'm talking about. But here's the deal. I don't have to do anything for all of that to happen. I hired an incredible event management team, Matt and Lauren Brady from Brady Made Events, to do that for me. By the way, if you ever want to have an event done and you want to learn about uh, Matt and Lauren Brady and and you want a recommendation or a referral, I highly recommend them, highly refer them to to my closest friends who put on very high-level, high-end events. And if that's you, you want to reach out to me, feel free to email me, cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. However, they're setting up all of those things. So that's the first thing that's happening. However, before they started loading everything up, they set up this place called the Heritage Room for what was a mastermind day. I had... Stephanie and I had 32 people from our various mastermind groups come in a day early before Free the Dream officially kicked off. From 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., 32 members of each of the next level mastermind groups and each of Stephanie's thriving mosaic mastermind groups. Stephanie has two different mastermind groups that she has called, uh, or not, not thriving mosaic mastermind groups, Hers are free to thrive masterminds. She has two of those, and I have three different mastermind groups of the next level mastermind. And between the two of us, we had 32 individuals who came a day early. That's not all of our mastermind group members, but it is a it was a very great turnout. I mean, it the percentage of the number of actual members of our mastermind groups to the number of people that were there, it's incredibly high. And it was so awesome to see all of these people connecting with one another face-to-face. Many of us uh, had never seen each other face-to-face before. It all There have been people who have been in the Next Level Mastermind for two and a half years now, and it was the first time I ever got to see them face-to-face. It was awesome. And it, anyway, it was an incredible time. And the cool thing is not only did the members of each respective group get to meet each other, but they got to meet members of the other groups. And man, the relationship building that happened in this very small group, you know, 32 people, but still th- smaller group than 117 that were at Free the Dream Conference, having an entire day from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. was incredibly awesome. And the cool thing is, as I said, guys, one of the things I really want you to notice is the fact that when you come in, the factory, the Liberty Hall, it's a plain empty campus. There's just a stage up there with no, I mean, no treatment whatsoever, blank floor, no tables, no chairs, no anything. And I want you to, I want you to take a look at what it looks like when you come in at 10 a.m. in the morning. And then I want you to go and look and see what it looks like at 5 p.m. when we're finished with our mastermind day. And the interesting thing I also want you to note, and I want you to pay very close attention, like you need to have eagle eyes at all time. Watch me all day from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. I promise you this, my event management team will not come up to me one time. I promise you, they won't come up to me once to say, hey, Cliff, can I ask you a question? Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, this happened, what do you think we should do? 
Nope, not my team. They're pros. It won't happen. Now, could it have happened? Yeah, <laughs> but it. Ne- but the thing is, is I, I've I've seen Matt and Lauren Brady do five different platform uh, platform conference events. I've seen them do four. No. Five different score conference events. I've seen them do a number of other events for other friends of mine, and I just, I just know, I just knew that I wouldn't, I would not have a single care in the world brought to my attention. They, they would do anything and everything to protect me. I think the only thing that might have actually prompted them to, to come up and say, "Hey, Cliff, we've got a situation." Uh, so-and-so passed out. <laughs> we had to call 911. I mean, if it was something like that, I think they might come in and bring something like that to my attention. Outside of that, they handle everything. In fact, the number of people who come up to me, like my speakers who said, hey, Cliff, I, I've got a question for you. Hey, Cliff, can I do this? Hey, Cliff, can I have this on stage? All I had to do is say, walk with me. Hey, this, hey Matt, this is so-and-so. So-and-so, this is Matt. <laughs> They, you guys talk to each other. Tell Matt what you want. He'll make sure it happens. And Matt's like, yeah, hey, Cliff, got it under control. And I didn't have to do anything. You know, I was approached by my speakers with, with last-minute requests, just introduced them to Matt or Lauren completely. It's, it was just so amazing to be able to explain to them just how smoothly things can go when you make an incredibly wise investment in professional teams to do things where they are operating in their zone of genius. And that, my friends, is Brady Made Events. That, my friends, is Matt and Lauren Brady. So they got to experience that. I got to experience an entirely awesome day from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Thursday, September 12th with 32 members of mine and Stephanie's mastermind group members. All right, From five, the third thing that happened that day was from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m., we had our tech rehearsal for my speakers for Free the Dream 2019. So I we wrapped up our mastermind group day. I went out, met with my speakers. They were already on stage working with Brady Made Events and the tech team doing tech rehearsal. I got up on stage for about five minutes, ran through all my slides, confirmed everything was working, and then... We left at six o'clock, right between six and 6.30, we left and myself and all of the speakers, and I think there were 24 different people at the speaker dinner. Now that's the speakers and many of them brought their spouses or uh, somebody else with them. Took them out to uh, Stony River, which is an incredible steak restaurant in Franklin, Tennessee. And we just, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., had the most wonderful evening hosting my Free the Dream speakers. And I loved it. It was absolutely awesome. And Stephanie's just texting me. She goes, I thought you wanted to re-record that. And I'm going to let her know afterwards that I published her version of this. Anyway, which I'm getting ready to unpin that topic in just a moment for you guys. So... Had an amazing time with the speakers, and then, of course, <laughs> like an entire day of mastermind, speaker rehe- tech rehearsal, and then uh, facilitating this thing. As an introvert, I was exhausted at the end of the day. I mean, I loved what I was doing. It's fulfilling as all get out, but I'm an introvert, so I needed to go be alone and recharge. I crashed really hard, and then... I woke up at five o'clock in the morning, Friday, September 13th, and I'm straight off to uh, get things started for for the first day of Free the Dream. And of course, we had 117 people at Free the Dream this year. We had four people from Australia, one person from Switzerland, one person from New Zealand, and people from all over the United States. It was incredibly awesome to see these people come together And Stephanie and I just had the most wonderful time hosting this event together for these people. And 
If you haven't noticed yet, uh, there's already some photos that I've I've posted over on my Facebook account. All of this, by the way, being shared on my personal profile, not on my public figure page. So if you go to facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft, that's my personal profile, you should be able to click on photos and see the photo album for Free the Dream 2019. Right now, there's just a few photos there, and that's because... I'm waiting for my event photographer to send me the community candids and event various shots and some other things. I wanted to make sure that it's mostly, that the Free the Dream photo album is all about the community first before all of my speakers and myself and all this other stuff. So, and and then of course, I also want my my very high quality professional photography before my my selfies from my own uh, smartphone. So I I'm being very strategic about the release of new uh, photos on there. But if you follow that photo, uh, if you follow me on my personal profile, you're going to be seeing a lot more great shots from Free the Dream 2019. So that was all day Friday, all day Saturday. And then, of course, uh, all the way through, really until about 4 p.m., because Stephanie and I and our kids, we went out to lunch with the Jonas family and also a, a few other folks that joined us from the community. And that was an impromptu lunch that wasn't planned. And then Stephanie and our kids had to go back home. So McKenna had school the next day. So Stephanie, McKenna, and Matthew drove back home that evening after our late lunch with the Jonas and family and friends. And then uh, Megan went back to Bowling Greens because she had college, the you know, Western Kentucky University. She had classes the very next day. Me? I didn't go back home. I stayed one more evening in Franklin, Tennessee because I needed to crash. And I think I got back to my hotel, laid my head on the pillow in my hotel room from 5.30 p.m. and I slept until 7.30 the next morning. So what is that? I think I slept 14 hours, if that if I did my math right there live in my head. So 14 hours of sleep, that's exactly what I needed. It was exactly what the doctor ordered. I woke up that morning, packed up everything in my car, and then I went. I actually went and did a couple things last minute. Uh, I, I, I forgot to get something for Leslie Samuel, who did our emceeing, and I went to get him a special gift down in ta- downtown Franklin, and I then was driving out on my way home. However, on my way out, I got a message from Pauline Stockhausen. Now, she came all the way from New Zealand, to free the dream. And we had plenty of time to connect with one another. There were many different conversations, uh, some more lengthy than others, but still we had plenty of connections, but neither of us really thought to say, hmm, maybe we should grab a photo together. So we didn't, and I, as I was driving home, I, I get this message, because I can't believe I came all the way from New Zealand, and I didn't get one photo with you. How is this possible? And I'm like, oh my gosh, where are you still in town? And she says, yes. I said, well, send me your address, I will be there. And so I turn my car around, drive back into Franklin, and we spend a little time connecting with one another. And then I drove all the way home, And again, I was out of town all the way from September 5th through the 16th, another 12 days out of of the routine. And here's the interesting thing. I have another trip booked for September 23rd through October 3rd. And if you think about that, that's uh, September 16th, I'm back home and I'm leaving on September 23rd. That's not a lot of days, just about a week or so. And... I have not even come close to getting caught up. I the idea of evaluating my routines before uh, and and implementing new routines based upon what I've learned about what I can and can't do or or I'm sorry what I can get by with and what doesn't need to be added back in. Yeah. There hasn't even been an opportunity for a new routine. I had already booked for myself many coaching experiences with clients and mastermind group facilitation, connecting with and keeping up with everything that all the flurry of activity inside of the Free the Dream Facebook group family, uh, the family group for Facebook. I mean, because obviously there's a lot of people who are really excited about what happened over the weekend, their experiences there. Just 
Oh my gosh. Now, here's what I will tell you. Old Cliff would have been overwhelmed by everything coming home from that and knowing that I'm getting ready to leave on the 23rd. But I don't feel overwhelmed. Now, the reality is, though, is that there was there were many things that I wanted to do from the time I got home from Free the Dream to tomorrow when I leave again, and tomorrow being uh, Monday, September 23rd. So this over this past week, I, I would have loved to have gotten to Inbox Zero. Yeah, that didn't happen. Uh, I would have loved to have listened to the 90 or so audio testimonials that are, came in via Voxer. I've downloaded them all, haven't had a chance to listen to them all yet. Um, I would have loved to have recorded an incredibly awesome post-event evaluation with Stephanie. And that's where we're going to unpin that topic. We did record one, but was it an incredibly awesome one? Not up to my standards. Not really. See, the thing is, is I had absolutely no preparation going into the episode that was originally the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, episode 619. Stephanie came down. She goes, are you ready to record? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And we had just bought brought our puppy down here. It was the first time he's ever been in the studio. By the way, our family's got a puppy. I don't know if I mentioned that previously. Some of you have been following on social media, and you do know that. But for those of you who don't know, we have a brand new puppy in our life. Anyway, first time he's ever been in the studio. The first 10 minutes of the episode was incredibly boring. It was like 10 minutes of, oh, there are no words to describe what we're here to describe. Yep, there are no words. Wow, we're incredibly boring. Now, and I'm not kidding. This is exactly how I felt it was going for the first 10 minutes. And I'm thinking, maybe we should try this another time. And then I said, well, wait a second. What if I were to apply the free the dream message? What are you focused on? What does it mean? And what actions are you going to take? And we can turn this around and make this a great episode. And, and you know, for it actually turned out pretty decent. I would say it was a pretty decent episode, the original TCRS 619. But pretty decent still was, yeah, if this was somebody's first episode of the Cliff Raven's Craft Show, I don't know that they would ever stick around for another one. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure there's no way they would stick around for another episode. If this, if that was the first episode of this podcast they ever listened to, nope, afraid not. So, after I was finished, and by the way, also, at the end of that episode, I had said, Stephanie and I had said, hey, I'm going to take these audio testimonials, and I'm going to include these edited audio testimonials from Voxer into the end of the show here. That's what you're going to hear as we close out the show. Well, I never got around to that part, so it just sat there. So I decided, ah, you know what? I don't know that I have to put out an episode this week. You know, I, I think people would understand, especially if I get back and or when I do release episode 619 and I tell them all the things that were going on, I think they'll understand. But then I got to thinking, mm, I don't know about waiting that any longer. I want to I wanna show up, but I want to make sure I have an outline. And I do have an outline. So that's why I know all these dates and the time frames and all this other stuff, because I'm actually staring at an outline that I wrote on a little whiteboard with a dry erase marker. So uh, here's what I decided to do with the original TCRS 619, the one that you quote unquote maybe should be listening to right now, but it almost got deleted or certainly almost never saw the light of day as far as an RSS feed. You can listen to the original episode TCRS 619, what should be right here right now. You could listen to it in one of two places. If you have if you're subscribed to my wife's podcast, she has a podcast called Thriving Mosaic. Thriving Mosaic in your favorite podcast directory. Just go do a search for it. Subscribe to my wife's podcast. She's incredibly awesome, by the way. And if you listen to episode 042 of Thriving Mosaic, what is the title of that? Let me go over to stephanieravenscraft.com, by the way. And it is Thriving Mosaic Podcast. It's called the episode 42, Unscripted Post-Free the Dream 2019 Thoughts. That's the title of episode 42. That was actually going to be 
episode 42 of her podcast and episode 619 of this podcast. So I decided to go ahead and put episode 42 out on her feed, and you can go and listen to it there. So if you want to hear that episode in all of its <laughs> not up to my standards glory, you can go listen to episode 042 of Thriving Mosaic. By the way, all of those audio uh, testimonials from Voxer, they are not at the end of the episode, but I edited in an intro to the intro to the intro of the content and also recorded a little blurb at the end to explain why there were no audio testimonials that I just simply didn't have time to do that. So, but still, episode 42 of Thriving Mosaic. Now, I also decided to include it in the audio journal. Many of you know that I have a behind-the-scenes podcast where I produce a lot more content on a very consistent basis over at mindsetanswerman.com slash audio journal. This is a premium podcast. It's on Patreon. It's really only for those of you who are my true fans who really want to hear anything and everything that I want to share with the world. And so what it... What used to be episode 619 of this podcast, which is episode 42 of Thriving Mosaic, is also Audio Journal episode 111, and the title of that episode there is Almost Deleted Episode, or the episode that was almost deleted. Anyway, go check it out, either Audio Journal 111 if you're an Audio Journal subscriber, and if you're not, you could go to MindsetAnswerMan.com and become an audio, mindsetanswerman.com slash audio journal and become an audio journal subscriber, or you can go listen to it for free, episode 42 of Thriving Mosaic. So that's where I've been. Now, here's the interesting thing. Where am I going on September 23rd or tomorrow? I'm going to Colorado. If you go back to episode 615 of this podcast, I had a conversation with my friend Ray. I believe the title of that episode was This Changes everything. And yes, my life has been radically different since episode 615 and before that, actually. But in that conversation with Ray, I talked about the fact that I'm going away to Colorado for 11 days solely devoted to spending time in my son's world. My son is 18 years old, just turned 18, and he just graduated from high school uh, this, well, this past summer. And now he's, he's, he's entering into the world of adulthood. And he, for his graduation present and also his birthday, he wanted something unique. He wanted to go to this 10-day gaming conference. It's called Midas Mode for Dota 2. I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. But I do know this, my son is super excited about it, and it's an opportunity for me to go deep into in, delving into his world, understanding what this world is for him, and speaking into his life, quite frankly, is what I want to do. And I want to just enter into his world in a way that I haven't done in a very long time, and I'm looking forward to this opportunity. Now, in Colorado, we're leaving tomorrow, Monday, September 23rd. I won't come home. We won't come home until October 3rd. All right. So we are literally gone for 11 more days. And now here's the interesting thing I did land a one on one coaching client right before I left for the Tribe and Free the Dream conference. And it just so happens to be that that client, my one on one coaching client, is from Colorado. And our first paid coaching call is going to happen live, face-to-face, one of the days that I'm in in Colorado. I also have one of my members of the Next Level Mastermind who has an office just 25 miles outside of Denver, Colorado, and he's going to come in one day and I'm going to have lunch with him. And then I told my son that, you know, hey, I do need to facilitate my three mastermind groups while I'm gone. Actually, I think just two of them. One of them only meets twice a month. So, uh, which by the way, that may change in the very near future. I'll talk about that at some point in the future. But anyway, 
Um, I, uh, you know, I'm going to go there and I'm going to do minimal work. I, he, my son knows the things that I'm already committed to. I may spend maybe an hour or two trying to keep up with email, maybe even get caught up on email. I don't know. But one thing I will tell you is that I am committed to spending a great deal of time at this event, trying to understand that world, hanging out with him and quite frankly, having lots of fun. So that's primarily what I'll be doing in October from September 23rd through October 3rd. All right, then on October 3rd, I come home and get this. I'm only home for five more days. And then I I, I, I will not, I, that's long enough for me to do my laundry, uh, to uh, maybe get caught up on a couple things here, and then I'm right out the door again, October 9th through the 14th. And I'm flying out to Los Angeles. And I, I'll, I will tell you that I am going to a Rich Lidfin intensive. So if you go to richlidfin.com, there's an intensive that's happening in October. Uh, I think it's October 10th through the 13th in Los Angeles. And I will be at that intensive. So I am going there. And then I'll come back on October 14th, and I believe I will be home for the rest of the year. And I'm looking forward to that. But here's what, I, so obviously that's that's why, you know, I, that's, that's why, okay, I've been busy. I've been traveling a lot. But here's what I wanna explain to you. Um, I experienced something as I went down to Franklin, Tennessee, a week before Free the Dream, September 5th. And and it just occurred to me that I've never had more peace in my life than this season of my life right now. It's almost as though I've come to the realization that all of the things that I've been striving for in my life, all of the things I've been attempting to achieve, so much of those things were motivated by my desire for significance, for financial security slash certainty, for connection and love from a community, and 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 then several other needs, you know, growth and contribution, certainly. But what I realized is that when it comes down to it, why do I want all of those things? And and the reality is how do I want to feel in my life? I want to feel at peace. I want to get to the, I, I, you know, I, I desire to have peace, joy, happiness, a sense of fulfillment, a sense that what I do matters. And what I realized, what I, a realization, an insight that I've had recently is that I already have all of this. You know, it got to the place where I went in to free the dream a couple days before free the dream and people are like, Cliff, I'm so sorry to bother you. I know you must have so many things that you're dealing with. You're probably stressed out with all the different things that you got going on. And the reality is, is that from, from between the end of Tribe and until I did the podcast meetup, I had about two and a half days all to myself in my hotel room. And I went out for a three and a half hour walk one night. I spent a lot of time just alone, driving in the car, exploring Franklin, Tennessee, just having fun, not a care in the world, and living completely at peace, going into Free the Dream with, you know, I could sit here and obsess over pouring over my slides, making sure that I decide ahead of time exactly what stories I'm going to tell for which of my points on each of my slides for each of the eight times I'll be on stage at Free the Dream. And I'm like, I don't need to do that. I mean, I already know this content and I have enough stories that will come to me in the moment and I have this sense that there's nothing that could go wrong at Free the Dream. I have the perfect team that does the event management. I have the perfect team of speakers. I have the perfect set of pre-designed talks that I know that I'm going to deliver. And quite frankly, I can't imagine how anything could possibly go wrong 
for Free the Dream 2019. I believe it is completely in God's hands and it's going to be perfect without me feeling like I have to exhaust myself emotionally, physically, or mentally to feel like I did everything necessary to feel like I made it a success. And so I decided to go into Free the Dream without any mental, physical, or emotional stress, worry, anxiety, or any of that nature. And I just went in fully present in every moment, and it worked perfect. It was incredibly awesome. And you know what? I don't... I didn't come away from it and say, man, I feel so much better about who I am and what I, and how significant I am and how much of an impact what I did had on the lives of people. Instead, I, I, I almost came out of Free the Dream thinking, wow, what an incredible blessing it was for me to be a part of Free the Dream. Almost as though I was as a guest at somebody else's event. If you want to hear more about that, Go and listen to the original 619 episode. Stephanie and I talked about that a little bit. Again, it's Thriving Mosaic episode 42 or Audio Journal episode 111. I go into a little bit more depth about that in that episode. But it was a significantly different approach to Free the Dream 2019 and one that I'm thankful that happened. And it's got me super excited about Free the Dream 2020 because I intend to make the same decision moving forward. I'm I'm not going to aggressively market Free the Dream 2020. I will market it. I will com- I will communicate quite frequently over the next 10 months because it it is not a full year away. Free the Dream 2020 is happening uh, July 24th, 25th, 26th. I did actually get around to changing the sales page. You can go to freethedreamconference.com. Uh, the dates are there. The ability to buy tickets at a discounted rate are there. Uh, And we've already sold $20,000 in tickets to Free the Dream next year. And most every single person at Free the Dream 2019 have already said they do intend to come back to Free the Dream 2020. And most of the people who came to Free the Dream 2018 came to Free the Dream 2019. And many of them brought spouses and children with them this year. And it was incredibly awesome. Anyway, more on Free the Dream in the future. There's a little bit more in Thriving Mosaic 042 and Audio Journal episode 111. But I I would imagine that here in the Cliff Ravenscraft show, I might do something with those audio testimonials here and bring Stephanie back in and do a an episode that I feel lives up to the standards of this episode, which, by the way, please hear me out. I'm not saying that Stephanie didn't live up to the standard. It was my own lack of preparation and my own distraction, and just I didn't feel that if I put the original episode that I did with Stephanie out, I just I felt like all of you who are my true fans who listen to this, you would have loved it. Anybody who's brand new to this episode, you wouldn't have wanted to listen to another episode of this podcast. That's that's just how I felt about it. And then the final thing I'm going to say before I wrap this thing up, publish this thing, and then go pack my my last few things for Colorado, I just want to say that the Prosperous Coach Method is going incredibly well for me. I am absolutely loving the Prosperous Coach Method. In fact, I want to tell you that so far I have done 33... 90-minute coaching experiences since July 10th. Now, remember, <laughs> that's since July 10th. And and for, for 12 days from August, July 25th through August 5th, I was out of town. Did no coaching experiences out there. All right, September 15th through the 16th, I was, or I'm sorry, September 5th through the 16th. Another 12 days, I was completely out of town. No uh, coaching experiences. And, and in spite of the fact that uh, what is that, 24 days between July 10th and now, I still managed to fit in 33 90-minute coaching experiences. And I made a total of 13 
proposals for those of you who are aware of the Prosperous Coach Method. By the way, if you're not familiar with the Prosperous Coach Method, I encourage you to go look up a brand new podcast I just started. It's called Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching. It's available for free in all of your favorite podcast directories. Just look for Cliff apostrophe S notes on profitable coaching. That Again, once again, that's Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching. It's all about the Prosperous Coach book and the Prosperous Coach method, and also it will grow beyond that to just coaching in general on how to become a professional, transformational coach in the lives of people that that helping people get break free from anything that's holding them back from living the life of their dreams or the lives that they're created to live. Anyway, 33 90-minute coaching experiences so far. I've made 13 proposals, totaling $172,000 in proposed work, all right? Of the 13 proposals, 11 people said yes instantly. One person has said, I absolutely am a yes, but I've got to figure out how to come up with the money to pay what you've proposed. And I've had one person that said no. It just wasn't actually a good fit. So I proposed $172,000 since July 10th. I've generated $137,500 in my coaching and mastermind group business alone since July 10th. Today is September 22nd, and I've been out of town for 24 of those days and I'm just getting started. Well, with that, my friends, I feel that this episode being prepared, outlined, and knowing exactly what I wanted to say, and without a little pup interrupting and barking and distracting in the middle of this episode, this episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show does live up to my standard. I hope that you've enjoyed it, and if you are among those of whom you call yourselves a true fan of the content that I create, head over to mindsetanswerman.com slash audio journal if you want to listen to the original episode where Stephanie and I talk about Free the Dream together. That's episode 111 of the audio journal. Those of you who, I don't know, Cliff, I'm, I'm not a big enough fan that I'm willing to go pay over there for your premium podcast on Patreon, but I'm a big enough fan to want to know what you and Stephanie said. If that's you and you'd like to go get it for free, Head over to stephanieravenscraft.com, look at her, click on Thriving Mosaic Podcast, look for episode, what did I say, episode 42, or just look up Thriving Mosaic Podcast in your favorite podcast directory, episode 42. With that, my friends, I'm off to Colorado. I'm taking my Roadcaster Pro with me. I intend to record an episode while in Colorado. That's not a guarantee, though. One thing I can tell you is that I absolutely and incredibly thankful for each and every one of you. Thank you for hearing my voice, for listening. More than anything, for those of you who resonate with the message that I put out, put out into the show, I thank you for taking the insights and inspiration and applying it to your life. And for those of you who are brand new to the show and you have no idea who I am and what I'm about, head over to MindsetAnswerMan.com slash free. MindsetAnswerMan.com slash free. Get the opening keynote address to the Free the Dream conference. In one hour, it will radically change your life. Again, that's available for free at MindsetAnswerMan.com slash free. Until we meet again, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Mindset Answer Man.